Hello, Masters, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, we are going to be diving deep into the topic of crystals, talking about crystal power. I've briefly talked about the power of crystals in another episode, but in this one, we're going to go a lot deeper into explaining what crystals are, how they work, how they can benefit us. So starting into this concept, into this topic of crystals, so what are crystals and how are they used in modern society? Well, in modern times, the name crystal came from the word crystallos, meaning frozen water or ice in Greek, as that is what they originally thought crystals were, frozen ice. So according to Wikipedia, a crystal or a crystalline solid is a solid material whose constituents, such as atoms, molecules, or ions, are arranged in a highly ordered microscopic structure, forming a crystal lattice that extends in all directions. In addition, macroscopic single crystals are usually identifiable by their geometrical shape, consisting of flat faces with specific characteristic orientations. So remember that word, geometrical. That's important in this concept of crystals and their crystal energy and crystal power behind that. So in modern times, we use quartz crystals in our technology. So much so, in fact, that without quartz crystals, we would not have modern technology as we know it. So such as TVs, radios, computers, your cell phone, they are the basis of modern technology. They use something called piezoelectricity, a concept where if you um, squeeze them, like mechanically squeeze them, they provide a, uh, an energy, they uh, provide a frequency. So that's called the piezoelectric effect. So very, very interesting uh, concept of, of what crystals can do. And that's just one tiny thing. Um, what did ancient civilizations do? Well, Atlantis, for example, the Atlantis civilization used crystals for healing. They had healing temples. They had power stations for power generation where they used massive crystals. They used crystals for spiritual growth and as computers, as we do now. And unfortunately, in the, at the end of their downfall, they use crystals as weapons. So as you can see, crystals can be used for everything from healing to damaging. Um, and that is, their design is, they're meant to be helpful. They're meant to be healing. They, they are here, they're alive to heal us. So you may remember from a past episode, I talked about water. Okay, so water retains memory. So water is essentially a crystal, but it's certainly a mysterious one because it could be in three different forms, a liquid, a solid, and a gas. And the scientists, as I'd mentioned in my past uh, episode, Dr. Emoto did the water experiment where he put emotions, everything from love to hate into water crystals as they froze. And he took pictures as they froze. And so the ones that they had the love frequency or variation of love, formed very beautiful geometrical patterns. And the ones where he put negative or, or hateful frequency in were very chaotic and very ugly. So we have definitive scientific proof that water holds memory. Okay. You can look this up yourself. You can Google Dr. Emoto. There's things on YouTube. Please check this out for yourself so you understand where we're coming from. But this is now a scientific proven fact 
In fact, other people have now are, are doing this. Um, so it's, it's proven now beyond a doubt. So remember now, we are 70% water on average. So what we think and what we feel our body is responding to. That's a super important concept to remember. So crystals, like water, also hold memory. That is why when we pick up crystals that someone has used before, we may feel the energy of that person that has once used it as a, say, a grandma's ring or a grandfather's ring. We could feel some energy that may be stored in that, in that energy, in that crystal. And so that's why when you are buying crystals, it's recommended that you cleanse them, that you clean them to sort of erase that, uh, erase that memory. So some of you might know the great Edgar Casey. They called him the sleeping prophet because he would channel in his sleep the Akashic records. And he had mentioned the benefits of crystals many times in his channeling. And it wasn't just for looks, but he mentioned it was for a lost spiritual science. He mentioned, he mentioned lapis lazuli many, many times in his channelings. In this specific crystal, for example, there is lazurite, there is calcite, there is sodalite, and there is pyrite, and each having their own molecular structure, their own sort of crystal lattice. And he recommended to many of his patients to wear it against the skin as for protection and for healing. So before we get into the metaphysical properties of crystals, I want to get into a little bit of the science first. All right, so what makes up the physical universe? Well, there are, there are the five platonic solids of the universe. These were discovered by the ancient Greeks, and this was named after Plato. That's why they call it the platonic solids. There is the tetrahedron, which is the pyramid shape. It has four faces, six edges, and it's related to the fire element. There is the hexahedron, or the cube, which has six faces, 12 edges, and is related to the earth. Okay? And we have the octahedron, which is basically two pyramids connected to each other. These have eight faces, 12 edges, and it's related to the element of air. All right. We have the dodecahedron, which is how carbon is shaped. It has 12 faces, 30 edges, and is related to ether, ether, or prana. And we have the icosahedron, which is considered the shape of the universe. It has 20 faces, 30 edges, and is related to the element of water. So these are based off the, these are the five platonic solids of the universe. And then why am I talking about this? Well, you can see that from these explanations that I'm talking about here, that geometry greatly affects our lives in both seen and unseen way. We are made up of geometry. It's in our bodies, it's in our cells, it's in the universe, it's in everything. So these platonic solids are the fundamental building blocks of our physical reality. And this is where you might hear the term sometimes called sacred geometry. It's sacred because it, it's what provides life. We are made up of these blocks and at higher dimensions, these geometries. This is partly the reason why we are so attracted to great works of art by artists such as Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, other great sculptures and, and painters. They built into their artwork sacred geometry. So instinctively, intuitively, we are drawn into these pieces because we are also made up of that same geometry. It's built into the length of our fingers, our bones, into our cells, how they split. Um, and You know, I may even do another feature episode on sacred geometry, so I'll just leave the sacred geometry at this point. So in these structures, 
there is an energy field. Remember, everything has a vibration. Everything has a frequency. So this is one of the reasons why crystals are so effective as healing and protection devices. Carbon-based crystals, like black calcite and shungite, have high carbon content, which again have the dodecahedron shape, which is a natural cleanser. Our society uses carbon as water filters and air filters, for example. So on the physical sense, you can get to see why that, why that works. It's a natural cleansers. So if you wear these on the body, they act as a cleanser and of energy as well. So it's not just physical. Now let's go into a little more crystal science. Okay. So crystals are made up of a lattice system, as I was first describing. A lattice system is a class of lattices with the same point group. In three dimensions, there are seven lattice systems. There's the triclinic, the monoclinic, the orthohombic, the tetragonal, the rhombohedral, hexagonal, and cubic. So I think you can see where we're going with this. Minerals that form in the isometric, that's the cube system. These are like garnets, diamond, fluorite, gold, lapis lazuli, pyrite, silver, sodalite, spinal. So minerals that form in the tetragonal system include rutile, wolfenite, zircon. That's the pyramid shape. Minerals that form in the orthohombic, that's the double cube or the double pyramid system. That includes celestite, alexandrite, danberite, tanzanite, peridot, sulfur, and topaz. Minerals that form in the monoclinic system, that's the prism, prism shape. That's azurite, lazulite, malachite. Moonstone, um, also kunzite, many, many others. And minerals that form in the triclinic system, that's the prism shape, but it's not at a 90-degree angle. That includes kyanite, microcline feldspar, amazonite, adventurine, labradorite, turquoise. And minerals that form in the hexagonal system, that's the six-sided. That includes apatite, beryl, so beryl is like aquamarine, emerald, Iliodor, morganite, and zincite. So, in ice, for example, each water molecule bonds with all of its four nearest neighbors in the forming of a per- per- perfect tetrahedron. In beehives, we can see the icohe- icosahedron shape. In plants, we can see, like sunflowers, sacred geometry and its seed structure, and the flower petal. And the flower petals, how they're arranged in flowers, you can see sacred geometry. A flower like petunia, for example, is in the shape of a dodecahedron. Common table salt is an example how two different elements, sodium and chloride, can bond together and form a platonic solid geometry, the hexahedron, the cube. And so the platonic solids form the building blocks of human bodies, sound, Music, language, DNA, planets, solar systems, stars, galaxies, and the universe. Snowflakes are hexagonal. So the point of the matter of this discussion is that everything is, has a geometric shape. Everything has this built into them. So this is where we're going into the direction of crystals. Crystals have this built into them. We have this built into us. So back to crystals. How can we benefit from crystals? Well. As I've been discussing, crystals have a perfect vibrational signature, whether amorphic or morphic, meaning the atoms have aligned in a structure, that's morphic, and amorphic, meaning no structure. So these are like 
tectites, for example, tectites meaning um, space rocks that have kind of came came to Earth and crashed in a bowl of ball of heat or or an explosion. They created crystals such as moldavite and Libyan desert, Libyan desert glass. Also, volcanic obsidian and jet and opals. They have they're glass like they have no internal set atomic structure, but they still have incredible benefit on our energy field, even if they don't have a lattice structure. And so through the law of resonance, which is basically stating that anything that is vibrating at a like frequency affects other frequencies. For example, in music, if we were to take two guitars and place them side by side in the same room, and we take one guitar and pluck the E string, okay, just on one guitar, the second guitar, the E string would start to vibrate automatically. This is kind of a simple explanation as to what the law of resonance is and how it works. It works on tuning forks, it works on pianos, and it works on more than one level. So remember this, this is important. So remember a crystal is vibrating at a perfect frequency. Your, your body is vibrating at a frequency that may fluctuate, and it does fluctuate depending on your thoughts and feelings at the time. So if you're out and you're at work and you're getting stressed out or you're in a stressful situation or you're out in nature enjoying a beautiful sunset, your, your, molecular, your field, your energy field is going to um, vibrate differently. It's going to go up and it's going to go down depending on how sort of aware we are with our, uh, our, our thoughts and feelings at the time. So this is where crystals have man- massive benefit into helping us maintain nice, smooth, vibrational frequency in our energy field. So when we, when we take these crystals and we put them into our energy field, whether you hold them or wear them, the law of resonance initiates. This is very important. This is why crystals work for us so well. So colors. The colors of crystals also have a meaning too because there's something called color therapy where they can you know, use color to help you heal in certain ways. They may use infrared light. You can have an infrared bath and that heals you on a certain level. But the colors have a, have a meaning too as well. So black crystals, they tend to either cleanse, block, absorb, or deflect negative energy. They're connected to the root and earth star chakra. Red crystals also tend to ground us. They give us a physical stamina and energy. They're connected to the root chakra usually. Blue crystals help with the mind and communication. They're connected to the throat or the third eye chakra. Orange crystals connect with our creativity and sexual energy center. That's the sacral chakra. Clear crystals, like clear crystal quartz, can be programmed to help with anything. They are generally good healers and dispellers of negative uh, energy, so they're good for all chakras. Green crystals are are just good general healers. They can help with physical pain or open your heart for compassion and forgiveness and to see the world as one. Yellow crystals are good for exercising your will your willpower, and they keep your solar plexus clear of debris. So if you're a sensitive person and this is where you store negative energy, um, you may feel things in your stomach. This is a good crystal color for you to be using um, to help with that. So you can use crystals um, passively or actively. And what I mean by actively is that you can put your attention on a crystal, you know, add gratitude, put your attention on it, and it will become supercharged, so to speak. So if you're sitting there with a crystal and you put your intention and you love your crystal and you're thankful for your crystal, it is going to create a sort of a, a supercharged effect because 
what you think about, remember, what you think about, what you put your consciousness is a light. So if you put your consciousness on something, it will grow in power. There's no difference when you think about it or put intention into a crystal. If you don't do this and you just wear them passively, they will still benefit you because this is through the law of resonance. It will have a, a vibrational effect on your energy field. You can also meditate with crystals because they also are uh, they're conscious beings at a, at a certain level. So they may even have messages for you. So they are a form of intelligent consciousness. So you can wear crystals. You can carry them in your pocket. You can use them in meditation. You can use them in crystal grids. Put them in your property. Um, there is a crystal literally for everything. So for cleansing, this is important. This is what we talked about. Remember, crystals can hold and will hold memory. So they should be cleansed and more um, may have to be cleansed more often than others, depending on what they're used for. So ways to cleanse them. So you can cleanse them under a full moon by leaving them outside or on a windowsill under a full moon for, for an evening. You can use a really important one that I use all the time is I use smoke from a Palo Santo or frankincense or sage to use that smoke to cleanse them. That's a really, really, uh, really good one to do. Um, you can also use running water under a tap and just have the intention of running it for 20 or 30 seconds under a tap and have the intention that it's going to be cleaned. Um, you don't want to do this for all crystals. Some crystals are salt-based. Um, selenite, for example, is salt-based, so you don't want to be running that under the water. Um, you can also bury them in sea salt. Sea salt is a great cleanser, so bury them under a sea salt for a few night, uh, for a few hours or for an evening. You can also bury your crystals in the earth overnight. And as I mentioned, you can also just use your intentions. Our intentions are very powerful, more powerful than we realize for most of the, most of the time. So crystals are frozen consciousness. Um, and I don't want to say frozen, but they're, they're not technically frozen because everything's always vibrating, everything's always moving. But we see them as frozen, but in fact they are moving and they are evolving, just as we're evolving, but they're evolving at a different rate. So they are here to assist us in evolving ourselves and to heal ourselves and the planet around us. They are born usually from the planet Earth. There are other crystals that come from outer space, like iron meteorites, moldavite, Libyan desert glass, that are here to help us on certain missions and healing as well. But generally they come and they're born from Mother Earth. So you can actually sense crystal energy if you're open to this. Now, there are many ways to sense crystal energy. This can be visual. You might be able to see energy fields off a crystal or through feelings and emotion, or you might be able to sense them via tingles or other sorts of sensation. Um, you may even hear them. So we all have different sort of psychic abilities that are stronger than others. Um, so one way to start sensing crystal energy is by, say, for example, taking a crystal um, that you want to work with Put it into your right hand. One with, if you could find one with a point, preferably, and if not, that's okay too. And then what you can do is you take that crystal and you move it from, say, two feet away and open your left palm of your left hand and then just start coming in slowly from that two feet and move it slowly, slowly, slowly into that left hand. Close your eyes as you're doing this and see if you can sense anything um, in your left hand. See if you can sense temperature changes. See if you can sense tingles. See if you can sense vibrations. See if you can sense chills. See if you can even feel emotion. So if you're sensing any of these things, that is energy that you are feeling. So you are at this point sensing crystal energy.
I, rec I recommend to most people that are starting out in their crystal journey just to get one or two crystals that you feel a connection with and work with those. It is very easy to get overwhelmed with too many crystals. So just, if you can, go to a local crystal store, feel them in your hand, see which ones calls out to you, and then buy one or two. If you can't get to a local store, uh, go online. You can go on Etsy, um, do a search for a local shop that ships to you, and just look at pictures and see what's calling out to you. So for crystal recommendations, for people that are, have a hard time focusing, now we live in a world where our minds are super, super busy, we're, we're everywhere but this moment, we're thinking about the future, we're thinking about the past, so this can affect a lot of people, this one. So say we have a busy mind, so blue crystals will be good for this. These are going to be crystals like lapis lazulite, sodalite, blue kyanite, labradorite, blue calcite. So these can also beyond the mind and helping us focus and helping us with our thoughts, they can also help us in the physical sense with helping eyesight and the brain function, the pineal gland. So they help with sort of the mind area, the, the brain area, because that's connected to our third eye chakra. Um, for purple crystals, so purple crystals are good for um, the crown chakra. They're also good for the mind, also good for clear thinking. Also good for releasing fear. These are going to be crystals. The big one is going to be like amethyst or su sugilite. It's a very good crystal for that. So if you want to open your crown chakra, um, this is good for having intuitive information coming from your higher self or from spirit guides. Um, this is more advanced stuff, but you know, look for a purple crystal that works for you. This is also good for the mind. So for people that have communication issues or they have issues speaking their truth or they have that fear of saying what's in their heart, Light blue crystals are beneficial. This is going to be crystals like turquoise, larimar, amazonite, chrysocolla, and aquamarine. And these also, in the physical sense, can help with issues of the thyroid because, again, that throat chakra is, is related to our throat area. So they help with area uh, anywhere uh, physical things in that area of the throat. So for people that have issues with feelings, whether or not you're able to feel or you feel too much, green or pink crystals would be beneficial here. These are going to be like emerald, green calcite, jade, malachite, green fluorite, rose quartz, pink calcite, lapidolite, watermelon tourmaline. And again, these are going to help with physical issues of the blood, the heart, and the lungs because they are connected to that area of your physical body. Now, for people that have issues with creating boundaries or having courage issues or manifesting your will or your abundance, um, you'll want to work with yellow crystals. And these are, for example, like yellow jasper, citrine, amber, honey calcite, yellow topaz, yellow fluorite, pyrite, and yellow apatite. Um, and even the one that we talked about earlier, Libyan desert glass, this is a very powerful one. So these crystals can also help with your issues of your digestion, stomach issues, or spleen areas, your spleen area. So this is like the area covered by your solar plexus chakra. So if you have like digestion issues or you're storing emotion in that area, a yellow crystal will be very beneficial for you. Now, for people that are having issues on their creative side or they're manifesting their creative issues with manifesting their creativity, work with orange crystals like carnelian, orange calcite, sunstone, amber, Pessonite garnet, tiger's eye, 
and orange fire opal. Now, these crystals will also benefit you on the physical side if you have, say, um, sexual trauma of the past or present or issues in your reproductive organs or if you have eating disorders. So for people that have fears about money, jobs, career, survival, red crystals are what you need. These are going to be consisting of ruby, red jasper, red coral, spinal, garnet, and red jade. Now, these crystals can also help with your physical body in terms of your bones and your muscles and your skin. If you have issues with low iron in your blood, you can wear or carry crystals that have high iron content, like an iron meteorite, hematite, pyrite. Now, again, the reason why this works is because the high concentration of iron in these crystals, when they come into your contact with your energy field, they will tell your body to start absorbing more of iron, whether from your food or whether into your blood so whatever means necessary your body will start to understand that having this crystal near you through the law of residence your body will start absorbing or whether whether you want to call it creating iron um, but it will start absorbing more iron now into your body now experiment for yourself on this it's very powerful stuff if you have low calcium for example you can actually wear calcite on a calcite bracelet paste bracelet whether it's white calcite or black calcite or red or orange calcite, it's because it has a high calcium content. It will help with the calcium absorption in your body, in your physical body. All right, moving on. So for those that have the fear of, a fear of death or for people that are sensitive, they want to protect their energies. So these are like empaths. I would recommend a black crystal. So a black crystal like black tourmaline, obsidian, onyx, shungite. Hematite. Black tectite is also a powerful one. Now, this will help protect your energy field. Red crystals can also work well for this. So, use your intuition depending on which one you are feeling sort of pulled towards. Red crystals are also great grounding and great, great for protection. So, you can also sleep with one of these black crystals near your bed to help sort of deflect harmful EMF fields that are in your room. So, if you find that you're having headaches or nosebleeds, Things that may have been starting popping up in the last few years, and perhaps they're related to the technology that they're putting out there. Try using a crystal called silicon or Silicon Valley crystal. This can help block or remove these harmful fields that are coming into your energy field and disrupting you. And if you can't get the Silicon Valley, Elite Shungite or Noble Shungite is also incredibly powerful for this. If you want to remember your dreams, try sleeping with Lapis Lazuli or Amethyst. Everyone is going to have a different experience with their crystals because we all have a different vibrational signature. So these are only general recommendations. You're going to have to experiment to see what works with you. Again, using a journal here, write down in your journal what crystals are doing what for you so that you have a log, a record of what is working for you and other things that you can try in the future. Now, for those that are, are seeking or are further on, along their spiritual path and you want to communicate with your higher selves or spirit guides, or you're looking for divine inspiration from your angels, I recommend high vibrational crystals. These are going to be crystals like Herkimer Quartz, Danbarite, Herderite, Brookite, Tibetan Tectite, Skolsite, and Moldavite. You might have heard, you might have been hearing about Moldavite. This is a very special crystal. If you're looking for fast spiritual transformation, look for an authentic piece of moldavite. There are a lot of fakes out there, so you need to be careful. 
this is also not a cheap stone because it's, it was only created once through this explosion that happened um, in uh, northern Germany um, near the uh, Moldau River, actually, um, in Czechoslovakia. That's where it, the, the final pieces were land, landing. And this is something like, I don't know, 10 plus million years ago. So this is under a warning, though. I recommend, I recommend that if you are going to use Moldavite, um, it, it, it comes with a lot of cautions because it can be pretty intense. So use it, use it very sparingly until you get used to its energy. It can be very overwhelming. It can give you that spacey feeling. Um, so if it does that and you still want to work with it, counter it with a grounding stone, like we t- talked about the grounding stones, or like the black ones, like black tourmaline or hematite, or a red one like red jasper. So crystals are here to assist and to serve us through our personal and collective transformation. Let's be grateful and honor their journey as they are sentient beings that have intelligence. And when we do this, they, come, they become even more powerful. This is what I talked about, about connecting with them actively. So on your crystal journey, if you are new to this or not, keep a crystal journal. Keep a spiritual journal journal to write down your experiences write down your experiences with different crystals so that you can benefit from this information in the future you can look back you may have forgotten something that you've written down and you can use that information to make an, uh, an, an informed decision so the reason why they work again is because they have a, a perfect energy field that is vibrating perfectly so when we hold them into our energy field they vibrate at a frequency and our bodies start to match that law, to match that vibration through the law of resonance. And one day I believe science will prove this. But until now, I mean, this we're probably a hundred years away from this. So regardless, I could talk about crystals all day. So I think this is a really good start for everyone out there who are you know, just beginning their crystal journey, just getting interested in crystals um, or for people that have are well on their way on their crystal journey. I hope there was something in here that you found helpful. So they are, again, they're here to assist us to evolve ourselves, to heal ourselves and heal the planet. So let us use these lovely gifts of nature to better ourselves so that we can create the heaven on earth that we are all deserving of. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a great week wherever you are. Take care.